So we are back with another episode of the Wire Run Racing News, and we promised we were going to talk about Goat Mania in a little bit more detail, and today we are finally going to give everyone all the information we've got at the moment, have a chat about also what we've been up to, some other news first before we get into Goat Mania things. Um, but yeah, I think everyone's going to be really excited for this. Everyone's been loving all the Goat Loop news. We've been getting tagged and mentioned in everything, what everyone's been up to, which has been really good to see. Um, but we're going to chat about some other stuff first. So first of all, kind of like we did the other uh, the other week, what have you been up to, Tom? Um, I've had a pretty good week. I've been a bit tired, to be honest. Right. Like I've, this is probably the first week that I felt a little bit tired. I'm not too sure why. Maybe I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm not sleeping as well. I probably, to be honest, I probably didn't eat as well this week as I have in previous, you know, the last couple of months. I probably didn't have as many uh, green veggies and stuff like that. Um, I yep. think my Welcome food was a little bit... Yeah, <laughs> well, the problem is my diet relies on the green veggies. So, um, so I, I probably went a little bit bland. There's probably no color really in my diet this week, and I reckon I reckon that's probably why at the end of this week I just felt a little bit sluggish. So, um, yeah, easy week. Uh, Monday ran easy on my on my own. I wasn't able to get down to the uh, the Blue Gnome Run, which uh, no, we missed you. Yep. So um, that was a bit of a shame, but I had to run easy on my own on Monday. Tuesday had a build run, so it was about 50 minutes to an hour, um, just progressively getting faster and faster and faster, um, which up here at Tambourine, it's actually quite enjoyable because it is the, like the streets roll up and down, so you really have to be mindful of that um, perceived effort, like not just staring at your clock the whole time and saying, well, I'm 10 seconds quicker than I was you know, 10 minutes ago, and you can't just build it on that. So it's it's actually a pretty – I really enjoy those build runs up here because you have to be so – like in tune with what's going on with your own body, you've got to base it all on perceived effort. You've kind of got to be thinking, right, I started the run at five out of 10. Now I've lifted it to six out of 10. Now I'm up to eight out of 10, that kind of thing, regardless of, you know, what the terrain's actually doing. So that was, that's, I've been enjoying those, to be honest, those kind of build runs. Um, Wednesday, uh, down with with you boys at the Wednesday Walkers down at Main Beach, um, uh, which I looked at my Strava, some emojis on there with umbrellas and, it was, it was, was it wet? It was, you would have thought there was a bit of rain around on Wednesday morning. Yeah, it was wet, wasn't it? it on Wednesday morning, it was. It was wet. Yeah, we did get a bit um, soaked in the first bit. Yeah. Then Thursday went down to Oxenford, uh, down to the lake down there for my speed Ditched session. Us again, didn't come and do our group run another yep. week on a Thursday. Good yep. to see. It's, it's it's a regular one at the moment. So trying to get a bit of flat in just so I can get some speed work in. So I had on the program, um, it was a 30 minute tempo kind of at, um, uh, kind of like at half marathon pace. Um, so that was really good. So basically it ends up just being over about an hour. So I just do one lap easy of the lake, which is about, I don't know, 18, 18 minutes. And then uh, I jump into about, I didn't quite get two whole laps in for the 30 minutes of the lake, but I got pretty close. I was only a hundred or 200 meters short. Um, and that was really pleasing. I said to you, Kyle, that I'd done that session with with you about two months ago, and this time it was quicker, and it felt almost easier, and I was running it on my own. So that was really good. It's nice, isn't it, when you hit that, those sessions and it's, you finish Yeah, them. it's awesome, especially when you've done one similar in the past and you remember that it didn't feel that great or how it felt and to do it again and feel better or run yep. a lot quicker and feel the same. It's yep. It's always a good positive. And I'm finding with those, like we said in the past, those those speed sessions, I probably don't feel great when I'm driving there, but it's almost something happens with the body. Like you get out of the car and you start jogging, you're like, okay, it's it's almost just muscle memory, isn't it? 
pure muscle well, it knows what's coming it knows what's yep. coming I, I have the same thing where i'll just think oh i really don't want to do this but i know i've got to do it the body knows you're going to do it and you just get yep. out and before you know it you're feeling good and you're into it yeah absolutely and then saturday uh i went out to just an orang and just decided to go for 70 minutes on my own just some single trails and i really had no idea where i was going like most of the time that i've done single trails i've followed other people um <laughs> like when i go with you guys on a monday morning for the gnome run um but this time i ended up i ended up out the back of the goat loop so no. kind of at you know if you can imagine between three and four k on the goat loop i ended up out the back the other side um oh, yeah i'm having a look at you i'm having a look at your run now i think okay. i was on the i was on the back end of the never-ending story section of the single trail yep. out there so um yeah i ended up out there and then just you know, came back through the middle which was really nice so i got about 12k in i think um which was nice and then uh, I was just telling you before we started recording, Kyle, that, yeah, this morning's run was just 90-minute run here at Tambourine, but I could barely see 10 metres in front of me because there was that much cloud. It was wet. It was windy. Um, it was a miserable run, but it was one that I just had to get done. It was only 90 minutes. I was like, it's it's, it's easy to do. So um, that was my week. Yeah, nothing, no more Ks than I've been doing for the last 10 weeks. As I, as I said, I'm, I'm trying to keep the mileage low and just get a couple of, you know, quality speed sessions in so that if uta goes ahead which i'm yeah i still don't know if it is then i can kick it up for that and if uta doesn't go ahead then i can kick it up and do a a marathon you know on my own somewhere around here so um i I think i think i'm going to start building it probably like we've got school holidays coming up and then in a couple of weeks time so yeah probably start of july i'll start to pick the kilometers up by another you know 15 20 percent based on what i'm doing now and that should be enough hopefully um so yeah that was a good week nice. How about you? another good week ticked off yep yeah i'm much the same i'm kind of in that holding pattern at the moment where i'm holding myself back a little bit i'm not pushing the k's but still trying to get a bit of quality in there um so obviously i took the group out monday morning which i do every monday morning and i'm hoping we're not going to get too wet of weather for tomorrow morning's run because that could be interesting but yes tomorrow morning i'll be out there again um that was my only run i did on monday normally i do two Tuesday, I decided to do some hill reps. Now, I haven't done a proper hill rep session in as long as I can remember, just out-and-out hill reps. And I decided I'd heard a few other people talking about doing the monofartlek session, but in hill rep version, um, obviously, you don't get the same recoveries, but it was 2 by 90 seconds, 4 by 60, 4 by 30, 4 by 15 hill reps. And in my head, I'm thinking, I can't, that's not that bad. You get the two 90s out of the way, and then you only got 60 seconds. That's not too long. That'll be fine. Um, and I decided to do it right at the front of my house on the, we've got a fairly decent hill for hill reps at the front of home. It's not too steep, but it's just steep enough that you can still run quite well. And the first few felt good. And then I got to the 60 seconds and 60 seconds feels like forever when you're trying to run up a hill. That was good. And then I got to the 15 second sprints and I felt like I was Usain Bolt at the Olympics trying to sprint up this street. I was having a bit of fun with it, but anyway, I don't do hill reps very often and then pulled up a bit sore the next day after that. So that was my attempt at getting faster on the hills on Tuesday. Um, it's a tough Wednesday, session, we've, we've spoken yeah, about Yeah, there's it. nothing harder. There's nothing harder than doing it. It's There's nowhere to hide. You can't hide. And if you do it properly, it's really, really hard. So like, I kind of got my total, taste of that. And what's the total minutes of, of I did. Of well, I only did 10 minutes of hard running, but it's yeah. flat out running when you break it up. You are pretty much sprinting up these hills. So 10 minutes, but of very, very high quality work. It felt like I was a lot more than 10 minutes, but... I got 10 minutes worth of quality work done and I was pretty happy to get that much done. 
Um, that was my reintroduction. That'll probably be my one hill rep session for the year done and dusted. I'm glad I got that out of the way. Um, <laughs> Wednesday with you guys down at Main Beach, Wednesday walkers. Thursday, we've got our normal kind of group run that we do, the Three Hills Loop up from the lake at Oxenford. We had quite a good group on, on Thursday morning and it kind of broke up. We had Ando and Brad Coring who just got rolling about halfway through and then we didn't see them again. So those two absolutely went flying around there and managed to just get under the course record. And funnily enough, they both finished at the same time and Brad got the course record by one second. So yeah. there was a bit of bit of laughing at the end of that, which was quite funny. But there's talks of next th- this Thursday coming, there's going to be an all-out race on this loop. So we'll see what happens on, on Thursday morning. It could be some interesting viewing if people watch Strava, see what everyone does on Thursday morning. See, this is ridiculous. I, I, I used to love this that Thursday morning run. It was so sociable, so easy. And now, because I haven't been running with you guys, I'm watching you come back. And there's no group. You're just coming back in like ones, twos. People are stumbling in. So as much as I say I'm preparing for a race, I don't know if I am. I think I'm just preparing to get back on that Thursday train in some way, shape, or form. It's, it can be a lonely run sometimes if you get off the back of the groups and things. There's about five <laughs> groups coming through. No, it's, it's yeah. good fun, though. So I guess we'll see what happens on Thursday morning, whether we'll probably end up just jogging it slower than we've ever jogged it now that all the talk's been happening. So no, that mean. was our Thursday morning run. That was always good fun. Friday morning, set the alarm, was going to get up and do a nice little session and turn the alarm off and went back to bed. Didn't do anything. That was good. Slept in. So did absolutely nothing Friday. Got up Saturday morning. Was going to do the same thing and thought, no, I should probably actually get up and do something today. Just jogged around home for 40 minutes. That was nice. And then this morning, I actually had a really good run this morning. I went out and did two hours 15, still on the beach, but did chuck in about 30 minutes tempo towards the end and felt really good. That's probably one of the best long runs. Considering it was quite you know, windy and humid this morning. You know those runs when you just start running and from the first K, you're running a lot quicker than you feel like you should, but it yeah. feels good. I had yeah. one of those runs this morning. So I had a really nice run this morning, but I think I did – about 90 k's this week again but got some good quality in there as well which was nice um you know, you know yeah, what i find you know what i find interesting about your week there and as as it it kind of pleases me in a really weird way that friday morning you turn the alarm off and went back to bed because the reason being is because i guess when you look at people of your quality and you think they must just bounce out of bed every morning and just love training but the fact that you turned your alarm off makes me realize right. you probably sit on the corner of your bed like like I do and every other runner does and thinks, do I really want to do this? Do yep. I really, really want to do this? And <laughs> it's like as soon as you get your shoes on, you're fine, aren't you? But just sitting yeah. on the corner of that for me, I sit on the bed probably for 30 seconds and it's just a, it's the toughest 30 seconds of every run that I do. And I, and I've done the same as you many times where you just go, oh, I'll do it this afternoon and bang, you hit the alarm and you just hate yourself at work, don't you, all day? You're just like, what did I do this but for? Saying that, I didn't. I didn't feel that much on Friday. I was kind of going, "Nah, I'm glad I had a day off because otherwise That's I wouldn't good. have a day off this week." And I was kind of happy. I felt like I was listening to my body quite well, and I was a bit tired, so I slept yeah. in. But saying that, I, I did message Luke Kilborn the night before and said, "Do you want to do a session tomorrow morning?" And I'm pretty sure he was like, "Oh no, nah, I don't think I will." And I was like, "Ah, oh, that's okay. I'll just go and do it by myself." So that's my excuse why I didn't get up because I wasn't meeting anyone. So I reckon if he'd said yes, I would have got up and ran. But yeah, no, so with the extra sleep. But before we go on to other things, you did say to me earlier uh, before we started recording that this was supposed to be comrades, wasn't it? Today, yeah, I should. I was supposed to be running in about I think about fifteen minutes time. I was supposed to start, so I should be standing on the start line of comrades as we speak right now. So you should have been at comrades for your very first time, but instead, what happened to you today? Instead, 
I spent the whole day standing around waiting to get into Ikea and then working my way around Ikea. So that was pretty much on par with racing a bucket list race in South Africa. So yep. day well spent. Yep. Got all of about two things. So it was very, very productive. Um, so, but no, comrades, Ikea, oh, can't separate them. Yeah, both both difficult, challenging full days of, uh, of yep. fitness, aren't they? That's right. Lots of people, <laughs> lots of people around. No, it was, yeah, not quite the same as racing in South Africa. But maybe next year, maybe the year after, I will go back yeah. and hopefully get over there at some point to get that done. But anyway. Yeah. Um, right. So, yeah, as we said, most of this, the idea behind this podcast, this episode is to talk about Goat Mania, which we said is going to be on July the 12th. Yes. But before we get to that, um, there's a few other races that are sort of coming up, aren't they? And as restrictions are lifting, people are starting to get, you know, maybe think towards what they could potentially be getting involved in obviously the numbers have been limited to how many people can enter these but um bvrt which is normally next weekend yeah normally about next yeah, weekend is, a few weeks before Dakota. is now on the 24th to 26th of july um so they've got the 200 mile the 100 mile the 50 mile and the marathon um and i'm wondering whether lou ramsey and jason west are going to be back they both won the 100 mile last year um and whether even maybe Ryan Crawford's going to go in it, because I, I just saw that Blackall, the directors of Blackall, did an interview with him um, about yeah, going right. back this year. So um, he obviously he's obviously fit. So I, if Ryan Crawford goes back, that'll be a great thing to watch and great thing to see as well, because he he pulled out at about the hundred k mark last year. I think it was about hundred k, hundred yeah. I think it was around that. Um, so yeah, so the BVRT is coming up. We've got the scenic rim ultra, don't we, on the sixteenth of August. Um, 25k, 65k, and 105k there, uh, which was very successful last year. And then um, we've got the Run GC um, lead-up series. Now, this is something which Travis Island used to have um, at the Corporate Challenge series up at Runaway Bay in the lead-up to the marathon. Um, and he's actually organised with the GC50 guys, the directors, to actually do a lead-up series. Starting on the 19th of July, there's going to be a 5k, and there's basically going to be one every month. Um, and that's going to be held down at Cool and Gatter, actually, at the um, you know where the event precinct is going to be. So we're going to hopefully get Travis Island onto a podcast in the next week or two and get him to talk a bit about that. Because for those of you that remember the the um, the corporate challenge series that he used to run up at Runaway Bay, it was a fantastic series. And if this is anything like this, like that was, um, it'll be great fun. And as I said, yeah, five k starting on the nineteenth of July is the very first race. Um, and I think he's going to have, you know, progressively build up the distances bit by bit. But they're the kind of the ones that I spotted, Kyle. Is there anything else that you know of that's, that's still um, on the There's card? been quite a bit of talk about Glasshouse as well. Um, we're kind oh, yeah. of talking more September now, so moving ahead a little bit. There'll be quite a few people I know that are thinking of targeting Glasshouse, the 100K, 100 miler, back on the original course with the West and the East Loop, which a lot of people are very excited about. Um, I saw at the moment the plan is for Coastal High to go ahead as planned they're kind of in talks to make sure that's going to happen and if not they've said that their backup date is i believe late november i saw posted yesterday and that's gonna be nice and warm if they have to put it back till <laughs> november so i can imagine going up those stairs at the marathon mark at the end of november and it's 30 degrees and full humidity so that'll be interesting yeah. if that gets postponed but we'll obviously have to watch what's happening with everything in the world and whether we'll be able to go ahead in september or not yeah and um Parkrun continually uh, 
giving his updates, aren't they, on Facebook about what's yeah. going on? That doesn't, there's not too much change there. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be for the shorter distances and the shorter races, I think it's just going to be a lot more informal time trialling, isn't it? And hopefully those those ultras that I mentioned, BVRT and the Scenic Rim, if, they're, if they can go ahead and be successful, then that's great, isn't it, for things like Black Hole, UTA, uh, Glasshouse, like you mentioned, all those ones. So, well, I think yeah. it's a really good chance for some of these kind of smaller grassroots races that people otherwise wouldn't get to target that actually can go ahead soon with just small numbers, whether it's less than 100 or what they limit it to, that other people you know, sometimes wouldn't go to because they're always training for bigger races. So some of these ones that are going to come up in July, August, they might actually be able to go ahead. It's a perfect chance yeah. to go and, you know, support local race directors and, you know, business owners to help them out with these races. So I think everyone will be kind of getting on board because everyone's itching to race at the moment. So keep an eye out for all those local ones as well because there's a few people that obviously are wanting big crowds to their events. Yeah. And um, you sent me something, didn't you, through the week just before we get on to Goat Mania about some Strava news, which was, which although yeah. it's not going to be an Australian thing yet, it will be in the future, hopefully. But do you want to quickly just mention what you what you saw on Strava for those who haven't come across it, which is, I think it's a great idea. Oh, I think it's a brilliant idea. So Strava released um, a little update, which obviously isn't going to go live in Australia just yet, but they're going to make it live we don't know when, but Australia is normally towards the end of their updates. Um, but called the local legends feature. So what they're doing is, and I'm assuming this is just going to be with popular segments. I, I'm, again, whether they're going to do all segments or not, it'll be interesting to see how it rolls out. But it's going to be a 90-day rolling leaderboard on who has done the most attempts on segments. Now, that'll mean that every day that will change. So over the previous 90 days, whoever has the most attempts on a segment will hold the local legends and it's not a crown it's a different little emblem you'll get for that segment so male and female so it doesn't matter how quick or slow you're doing everything whoever has done it the most times will have this little icon for that segment so i think i've seen a few people commenting that now everyone's going to know how many times they've been attempting to try and get segments but haven't been able to get them because yeah. there'll be a bunch of reps <laughs> Over I the think, last ninety I think, days, I think the little um the little icon is like uh like a wreath, isn't it? Like the old yeah. Olympic wreath, those green sort of you know it semicircle type sort of things. Um, and so you said it's a ninety day period. Are those are those ninety day periods like as you said going to be continuously rolling, or is it going to be January to the end of March? For no. So from what I gather, it'll be every day. It'll be the ninety previous ah. day, so it could change depending on. The, that's how I interpreted that. That it'd be a rolling ninety day total, and it could change each day if there's someone else that's i don't think it'll change as often as we would think but it'll be a rolling 90 day period so it'll be the previous 90 uh, days from right. whatever date it currently is so which will be so interesting because i'm interested to see that for some of these segments how many times people have been going around things like the goat loop we're always talking about but we can see over the last three months how many times have someone gone around and done it yeah so, and it's not every it's not every segment is it like they're they're going to be delegating certain segments so i think strava will probably be looking at segments and whether there's an algorithm for it um to determine which ones for example on the gold coast so it might not be everything whether we're able to nominate ones that'd be pretty cool if we could nominate um or whether strava will just do it um but yeah it's an interesting concept and, and i think they're trialing it aren't they across america and then they're going to bring it into europe i think and uh, who knows when it's going to get to us but um i think it's yeah, yeah it's, it's fabulous so June 10, it got released, which was a few days ago for US users in California, Colorado, Florida, New York, blah, 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 a couple other states in the US. And then July 2020, the rest of the US, UK, France, Spain, Germany, Brazil, and Japan get it. And then everyone else will get it 
in the future. So it might still be a couple of months away for us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, let's have a chat now about what this uh, podcast is really all for today. So Goat Mania coming up on the 12th of July. Now we've all recovered from Justin Enright's phenomenal achievement. Um, We can... We can look forward to July the 12th um, and the details. So we want to give a few details around it. We're trying to keep it fairly informal. We're not doing too much publicity around it apart from on this podcast because, again, we are mindful of the restrictions that are in place um, and we just want people to come out and have a, have a good day. And um, so, yeah, July the 12th, the idea is to go from sunrise to sunset, isn't it, which will be about yes. 6.30 in the morning um, to about – I don't know, 5.30 I think sun, in the I think sunset's probably going to be a bit earlier than we want it to be. But I think we'll still go probably 6 till 6 is just to make it yeah. 12 yeah. hours, a nice 12-hour period. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so it's going to be – and I suppose the whole concept which we've spoken about before is we sat down and thought, I wonder how many loops we could get run in a day between everyone. So that's the concept is we just want to see as many people as we can get out onto the goat loop, whether they've done it, hundred times before or never done it before whether you just get out and hike your first lap take the kids out for a run whatever it is you want to go and do as many as you can we just want to see people out there enjoying the trails and see how many loops you can get done yeah so what was your prediction my prediction was 327 loops i don't know where i I got that from but I said something like 200 or 250. So, um, yeah, we've we've come up with a couple of – we want to obviously make the day a bit interesting and rather than just people come out and just, you know, just, just run a loop, we thought of some potential categories. Now, these are very uh, informal, very off the cuff. We'd love to know what categories you guys might recommend for, um, I guess, different ideas for the day. But obviously top 10 male, top 10 female for the single loop um, would be quite interesting um most loops for the men and most loops for the female now there's been a bit of chatter on the goat loop page or on the, i think on the podcast page that we put up about what's the record number of loops that a female has done i think we said it was seven wasn't it it was janice who did that so yeah. maybe that's going to go it'd be great to see eight loops done eight nine or ten um now i, I think we have to maybe... have a bit of a, a bit of a conversation around this because how are we going to determine what's classed as one run because if someone comes and does three loops and sits around for an hour or two and then decides to go out and do more, are we going to class that as one single run or is that going to be classed as two separate? So if someone does eight laps across the day but they have an hour break in between each, well, they're not going to have an hour break, but are we still, you know, they could do those one big activity, but they'd probably get the segment. But I don't know. Are we going to have to make a rule around that? I'm hearing two separate subcategories here from you, Kyle. That's what I'm hearing. We need most consecutive loops, and then, yeah, we need most loops for the day. Um, yeah, that's a very good point. But, yeah, most consecutive loops for a female so far has been seven, so it would be great to see eight yes. um, actually done. I was thinking as well the goat climb, male and female. Maybe someone just wants to go and hike the whole way to the goat climb and then just leg it, just up that climb and like take, that it, take, take the king or queen of the mountain for the day. Um you reckon we should make that just the top section or that whole climb? Just top. The one point, just the top? Okay. Just, just, just the, the top. top. Climb. Um, and then you mentioned before about this is a great idea about the predicted time. Now, predicted times um, when you don't have a watcher called naked runs in other parts of the running world. Um, but then you said, you know, when we're chatting to this through the week, that you said, but we need a watch to be on the runner so that that actually 
goes up on Strava, which is a good point. So maybe you can start the watch, put it in your back pocket, maybe run with a backpack with nothing in it, but put the watch in there. Maybe even just put a running buff around your watch so you don't actually see it. Um, who knows? Lots of different ways to do it. But, yeah, predicted time would be great, wouldn't it, to say oh, I'm like going to run 50 minutes and then they run, you know, 49.55 would be great to see how close someone can get. Awesome. How idea. would you attack that? How would you attack that? Would you try and go, I'm going to try and run near my PB because I know what that feels like, or would you try for a slow time and try and pace it? I have no idea. It's hard It's hard enough, isn't it, on a flat 5K at Park Run to do it, let alone to do it at, oh, who, who knows? I, I reckon I mean, I'd have to go quick. I'd have to say yeah. almost near my PB and just give it everything and hope that I run close to what I think I could. Because I reckon if I yeah. said, I'm going to run 45 minutes and try to go out there and run 45 minutes, I'd be nowhere near it. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely agreed. And so obviously they're the categories I've kind of come up with. What What are you thinking? Any any different ones? Any weird, quirky ones? I like the idea of doing people's biggest PB, whether we do that as a percentage. So whatever your PB is coming into the loop. Now, obviously, if you've never done it before, it'd be hard to participate in this. Um, and then we work out who has the biggest percentage improvement on their PB. So if your PB is 53 minutes and you go and run 48 minutes, we can work that as a percentage as far as what improvement that is and then compare it to someone who goes from say 33 to 31 and it'd be interesting to see who can get the biggest pb on the day yeah 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 that'd be a great idea that'd be a good one as well because yeah to see how big yeah people can improve i guess 30 seconds when you're down at under 35 minutes is a huge chunk so you might need a bit more time than that if you're running closer to 50 minutes so lots of categories lots of ideas i'm i'm interested to know kyle uh we've spoken a bit about people attempting to go you know, 11 or 12 loops, and there's quite a few who's who people who put their name to that. But I'd be interested to know, what, what are your plans for the day? What have you got lined up? I'm, I'm still up in the air whether I'm going to have a crack at one lap before the day and then do something else on the day or wait until the day and have a go at one lap and see what time I can run. So that'll either happen before it or on the day, definitely. If I haven't done a lap by then, I'll have a crack at the single lap on the day. But I think I'm going to have to go back and have a crack at the four and five lap times Again, because Jack's run was so, so impressive for the four and five lap crown. So that's one I'd like to probably have a go at again. But then part of me is also like, oh, maybe I do just want to go out for the day and jog and see how many I can do as well. I I don't know. There's too many, too many things. I think single laps at the top, I want to do that in the next, whether it's on the day or before it. And then I'm definitely not doing two laps again. That's done. I'll finish that one. Someone else can do that. Um, Potentially then four or five, I think is kind of my plan at this stage. Have you got anything lined up? I do see I've I mean I was only introduced to the goat loop probably two years ago um and last year I was working towards that one lap and when I got that one lap time I was quite happy but then you just get lost in you know ultra training and I probably didn't like I was doing two laps three laps I did four laps this year but I don't think my time's down on four laps because I think I I did I have a real problem with just going loop after loop after loop I'm not like Benny and like Justin and all those guys so what I started, what I did, I think it was in February or March, I did four laps of the goat loop, but in between each one, I then did that, you know, the one kilometre loop, you know, from the from the very start. So I ended up doing, I don't know, was it 32, 32 or 33K, but it never came up on the goat loop as four laps because it, it the goat loop kind of read it as something else. So I've mm. set myself, I've set myself five. I want to do five because I yeah, feel, cool. even though I don't have a four loop time, I feel like I've done four. And so... I've set myself five and I think, you know, July the 12th, as I said, that's going to be now the time I'll start training for maybe UTA for July, August, September um, for the race in October. So I think it'd be a good, 
you know, introduction to go, okay, let's do 35K on the goat loop, um, do five laps of it. could be a stupid idea because I don't know if I'm in – I don't know if I'm goat loop fit, but who knows. But I thought I'll just go out and do it. And I thought, you know, if Benny's doing 10 or 11 or 12 or if Brad's doing 10, 11 or 12 or whatever, you know, maybe I can just jump in with them and do do it at their pace and have a bit of fun with it. But, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. Um, hopefully we can get Hopefully we can get as many people out there as possible because we'd like to – do a bit of recording for the podcast while we're out there. We might even try and set up something live on Facebook at certain times through the day. I don't think we could well, – I don't know if we could stream for 12 hours straight. I don't know how great that oh, would be. We could, but that would be interesting. I reckon we'd be running out of content or things to talk about come well, the ninth and 10th hour, but I reckon we could, we'd, we could give it a go. We'd have to fill a bit of time, wouldn't we? Um, I think we'd Because I, I feel it's going to be busy early and busy late, yeah. and who knows, is anyone's going to be there at midday? I don't know. Maybe, who knows? I reckon we will. So, I reckon we've got a lot of people coming out. They'll bring the kids out, go for a hike. There'll be, there'll be people out there all day, I reckon. Yeah, I don't think there'll be any time where there's no one on the loop. What I'm hoping, because I actually planned on Saturday, I wanted to go out and do two laps and have a go at that because I haven't you know, had a good shot at that for a while. But it was a little bit muddy and slippery because we had that rain during the week. And so I'm hoping over the next, you know, I think a bit of rain's forecast for the next week, but I'm hoping we get 10 days of dryness beforehand just so it you know it smooths out the bottom of the urane climb because that you know that's not fun is it when it's slippery that bottom no. bit makes it interesting so, though yeah <laughs> now the only other news as well i just wanted to touch on is yesterday i don't know if you saw but we have a new female two and three lap record i don't yep. know if you picked up on that but i saw that yesterday so I, I for people who don't know the, the two lap record previously um, Dana Ma and Stephanie Wilson both ran it together. Um, Dana got the crown and uh, Stephanie didn't by a couple of seconds initially. So Dana had the crown for two and then she went out yesterday trying to get three and Stephanie started at the same time as her but was only going to do two. And then on those first two laps, Stephanie broke Dana's old two-lap record and ran 121.40 yep. and has that, now has that crown. And Dana went out and ran two ten ten for three laps, so took eight and a half minutes of Cara Briggs's three lap crown. So we've had two more crowns in the last couple of days. Hang on, so the one for, that Dana did that was yesterday at nine mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning. Is that the one you're talking about? Yep. It says triple triple goat loop, goat 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 crown. Did you see what was written underneath it? No, I didn't. Or maybe I did. What well, does it say underneath? Are you on Strava now? No. Just can you can you jump onto Strava because if I've read this oh, right, you're right, we have the we have the youngest ever. <laughs> yes. No, third, I do know what you're talking about. Yes, I believe Dana's 16 weeks pregnant. Is that correct? 13 weeks pregnant. So 13 weeks or close. So not only has she broken the crown, she's done it 13 weeks pregnant, which I think then officially this is the youngest person ever to do a goat loop. I don't <laughs> think we've go. ever had. 13 we've weeks. Never had a, we've never had someone, you know be pregnant and do the goat loop that we know of so there's another thing that's just happened this year for the goat loop this first thing all the time yep (laughs) that's the youngest that's the youngest goat loop person boy or girl we don't know but um but yeah that was an incredible achievement um so i wasn't aware of the two loop one as well i just saw um dana's come through for the three loop so you're saying the two loop went as well did it yep same time wow so two and three so that's cool. So right. now one, two, and three. One, two, three, four. Every female record has been broken in the last two months. Awesome. There's a little so, stat for you. I mean, I'd, I'd want to put it out there. I want, I'd want. i love to see eight loops from a female. Yeah. 
I think uh, it'll happen. I know, I know Janice probably doesn't because she, well, unless she doesn't. But um, <laughs> I'd, her that does it. I'd love to see eight loops um, because the girls they're they're raising the bar, aren't they? They're raising the bar, yeah. I think, even quicker and faster and better than the guys are at the moment. So keep it coming, girls. Like it's it's great to see the records getting broken. It's great to see some competition happening out there on the goat loop. Um, and as we said, we'd love you guys to be out there on July the 12th. We'll be out there for the entire day. Benny will be we running will the be. whole day, but uh, Kyle has a day off work being Sunday, uh, and I'll be out there as well. So, yeah, we're looking forward to it. But anything else, Kyle, coming up on the radar for you in the, next, in the next week? I still I want to do another 5K. I mean, yep. I've been, I want to do another 5K. I've, been, I've floated the idea of doing a 3K, but I don't know if I'm that sold on trying to do a 3K. The tracks are open. I'm pretty sure I've seen people training at Griffith again, so I'm like, maybe I'll jump on the track and do something. Um, but I'm getting ready for the World Championships of the Three Hills Loop on Thursday morning and racing everyone. So apparently that's going down on Thursday morning. So I'll have to yeah. probably taper this week, getting ready for Thursday. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, no, nothing. Last week, is, I mean, the school that I work at goes on, they have an extra week of holiday. So one more week at work this week. So I'll train through this week and then, yeah, kick it up a bit more over the holidays. I know there's a fair few people looking at doing like a virtual Gold Coast Marathon, aren't they, in over different formats. So that'll be interesting over the next couple of weeks. But um, I've got a killer session, is it? Yeah, Thursday. My Strava program that I'm following, it's given me eight 1200s. What a I think you should just come and run, come and run the loop with us. That'll be a good workout. Twelve hundred. Like, no, I'm not falling into that trap. Not falling into that <laughs> trap at all. But yeah, it should be a good week. But um, yeah, hopefully, yeah, guys, you can join us on July the twelfth. Come out and join us. Um, Justin yes. said he's going to be there, uh, signing autographs, posing with photos next to his rock. Which, um, who sent? Was it Darcy Swain? Did he send it to me? I think. The guys from Metropolis Misfits. They they sent me a photo of that rock, which. The tiny little rocks have been turned into the letter J. So whether Justin's gone in or whether someone's done it in in honour of him, who knows? I don't know, but that's awesome. So, yeah, hopefully you've seen the rock this week if you've been out there. It's a shrine now, isn't it? It's just, it's, it is. It's going to be there forever. Permanent place forever. in history. But, yeah, have a great week, uh, guys and girls, and we hope to see you on the 12th of July. Yeah.